You are listening to More Than a Season podcast with Ashley and Brittany. Join us as we walk through what life is like supporting someone within the sports industry. Real, authentic, behind-the-scenes look at what the support system experiences but no one discusses. Grab a drink, sit back, and listen because we are about to get real. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Stop listening. Press pause. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the ratings and reviews. Select five stars and give us a review. And if you're on Spotify, click our podcast page and click follow and download to listen to all of our episodes. Thanks so much. Enjoy this episode. Well, hello there. Hey. Welcome back, everyone. We have a wonderful interview, and this one is super unique just because we are not in the United States anymore. Yeah, we're not. This is our first one out of the country. I know. So it is very special to us. We're diving into the hockey world and a whole bunch of other fun things, so we are going to let her introduce herself. Yay. Thank you guys so much for having me. First of all, I just want to say you guys are amazing hosts and I love your intro. It gets me so pumped up when I listen to the episodes. I'm like ready to go to some tailgate and have some fun. But um, my name's Devin. My husband is Charlie Dodero and he plays professional ice hockey over in Austria. So that's where we are right now. A little bit about me. I am a Libra. I'm a dog mom. I'm a boy mom. I just gave birth to my son three months ago here in Austria, actually in the middle of a full-blown countrywide lockdown, which was insane. But to backtrack a little bit, I am from San Diego originally, and I went to Boise State University for college, which is where I met my husband who was playing for the professional hockey team there in Idaho which is affiliated with Dallas. So we just met at a good old bar, you know, I feel like that's the old fashioned way now these days, right? Like now it's Tinder and like probably in five years, that's going to be the good old fashioned way. So anyways, not to get on a tangent, but yeah, so we met at a bar and then we've kind of moved all around. So we've played in Greenville, South Carolina, Syracuse, New York in the AHL, Sweden, and we've spent the last two seasons in Austria and next year is kind of TBD. That's crazy. I also feel like you have so many ties with us because I'm from California and we both lived in Washington, which I know it's not Idaho, but we were really close to Idaho. We were close to the border and Ashley's from Dallas. So we have like that whole connection and was like, yeah, yeah. So how was it moving across the country for your husband's job? Like that's insane. I want to hear all about that transition. Yeah. So the first time we went to Sweden and so we actually have like a huge community of women online. There's like 3,500 girls in this big group. So when I went overseas for the first time, I was like, what the heck? Like it was totally brand new. I had never been to Europe and we were talking about the possibility of moving over there. And he got an offer from a team and it was a really tiny town. So I was super nervous just being from San Diego and like, you know, I've never really stepped crazily out of my comfort zone, but I posted in this group and, you know, said where we were going and we heard, you know, it was really small. There wasn't a lot to do, but it was a good opportunity hockey wise. So we were like, all right, let's just tough it out. So we packed our stuff, took our two golden doodles over with us. And honestly, that was really hard because my husband's actually from Chicago. So we're just like, it was totally different. And we definitely had culture shock. And long story short, we actually wound up leaving after four months because we were so unhappy and we left on our own terms. Like we were just so miserable and like 
I feel like almost every single day we were like, why are we still here? Like, we need to go. We're not happy. Like we couldn't offer that support to each other because it was just a really bad situation. So um, luckily the team in Idaho wound up flying us back, taking us back. So we finished the season there. And then we got another opportunity the following season in Austria, much bigger town. We've heard nothing but good things. And again, I was really nervous just because of the experience from last year, but it was a full 180 and we had the best time. And now we uh, re-signed for this year, which looks a little bit different with COVID and everything. Obviously, I'm sure everyone can relate. I feel like every season, depending on wherever you're playing, whatever sport, you know, it just, it looks really crazy this year, but we do like where we are and we'll see what happens next year, but it is a good, good opportunity to like see the world and stuff like that. Yeah. I have so many questions going through my brain right now. I can't imagine moving back to the United States and then getting a call and being like, Hey, we want you to move back out of the country again. But I, I feel like you're very calm, cool, and collected. So I want to know when you started dating a hockey player, what was going through your mind? Did he even tell you, you know, hey, we could possibly move wherever in the United States and out of the country? Like, how did you grasp this lifestyle that you just kind of dove into? Oh, my gosh. Well, I didn't just to start off, but I'm glad I look calm, cool and collected because I'm I'm definitely not. <laughs> I had never been to a hockey game ever in my life. And I think it was like, six or seven months of us dating, he got called up to the American Hockey League. So I'm not sure like how it works in football, but it's like a tier system kind of. So it's like the NHL, the AHL and the ECHL. So he was in the ECHL and he got called up. And I remember it was like the weekend before my parents were coming out to see him play for the first time. And I was like, what do you mean you got called up? Like, what does that mean? He's like, well, I could be there for the weekend or I could be there for the rest of the season. Being the control freak that I am, I was like, okay, that's not going to work for me. Like I need more information than that. But so he wound up staying the rest of the season. And I just remember I was like crying over like a turkey sandwich in a restaurant, just like, how is this going to work? Like, I don't know how I'm going to do this just in this new relationship. And I got thrown into long distance, but I do have to say like Europe was never in his radar. And I was kind of the one that like encouraged him to look into that. Like he didn't really want to come over here, but there's a lot more opportunity and there is more money over here in these leagues. Sometimes if you're not, you know, playing in the NHL. So it was a good opportunity for us you didn't even really know what you were getting into. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, I'm going to be here. And then all of a sudden now we're going to go and we're going to move out of the country. Then you also had, I'm diving all in. Cause I listened to one of your episodes, just spoiler <laughs> alert. She's also a podcaster. So we'll dive into that later, but you had your baby boy like three months ago. I want to hear about that journey and being apart from your family and being in a totally different place and having a kid for the first time. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, to backtrack a little bit, Last February, I think is kind of when COVID started happening. I feel like nobody really knew like what it was going to come to be. So we had planned to start trying in March, like for a while. And that was just part of our plan. And I was really fortunate to get pregnant right away. But that's kind of when everything started, you know, happening. And so our season actually got cut in the middle of playoffs 
and we had to rush home. I don't know if you guys remember seeing like all that stuff in the news, like at the airports and stuff, but we were actually stuck in O'Hare in that crazy, like five hour mess with our two dogs, just like in a pile of thousands of people getting off international flights. It was crazy. And then I found out I was pregnant a few weeks after that. And it's been really challenging. Just like I had a pretty uncomplicated pregnancy. Like I can't complain there, but just not having my family to like see me pregnant at all. Like my friends to see me pregnant at all. And then going over and being in Europe kind of by ourselves. And then my birth was just crazy. A couple of things that happened was that before we actually got back here, the hospital was not allowing spouses in the rooms. So that was causing me really bad anxiety because I'm like, okay, well, what if I get a midwife that doesn't speak any English and you're not allowed in here with me? Like, that's terrifying for me. And that's so traumatic. And I don't want to go through that. So probably as you heard on my podcast, but we wound up just paying to deliver at the private hospital. Thank God, because who knows what would have happened. So, I mean, overall, it was a pretty good experience, but it has been hard. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like I haven't had really any help over here for the first three months. So like at this point, I'm just trying to stay positive and like, you know, the end is in sight and we can almost go home, but it's been really hard for my family too, because they can only see him over FaceTime and thank God for that. Right. But it's not the same. And it's challenging for everyone in different ways, regardless if you have kids or not. It's just a crazy year. I know that the end is near, hopefully, for all this, where you can be reunited with your family and they can meet your little one. And I do want to ask, though, with your friends, I know that leaving your entire lifestyle um, to go to another country, I mean, we always talk about starting over and starting new, but you're going somewhere where they... I mean, they speak a little bit of English, but not completely the same culture. Mm -hmm. So have you found people that are similar, um, whether it be in the hockey industry that you're there or just a neighbor? Like what kind of community have you found there? Yeah, so I've been really fortunate to have a really good group of girls. And honestly, that's part of the reason why I started my podcast too, is just so that there's a little bit more sense of community because we're all moving every year. You never really know where you're going and you're leaving different groups. So I'm like, how can we all connect this so that we feel a little bit less alone? But yeah, it's been really great, which was helpful to, you know, having my baby over here to like have other girls I can talk to and other moms and watching him every now and then, like if I need a break when my husband's on the road, because that's another thing, you know, like they have road games and then I'm here with a newborn and two dogs in an apartment complex, like having to take them out on leash with a baby, like, but yeah, the community of hockey girls is just unreal. Like it's such a support system. And I honestly do not know what I would do if I didn't have that, especially coming overseas. Yeah, that's awesome that you actually found a good group of girls and women. And I feel like that's sometimes rare, depending on where you're at. You just never know what stage of life people are in Mm -hmm. or what they're doing. So that's, that's awesome. I want to know more Mm -hmm. about like how COVID is over there. I'm sure it's pretty similar to how it is everywhere, but how it is over there. And in terms of like games and things like that, are you able to go to games or what does that look like for you? So no, we're not, which is so unfortunate because that's like something to do to like get out of the house and like get together with people and 
that's been so weird. Our backyard is literally the hockey rink. Like I could throw a rock and hit it. <laughs> so I can hear the buzzer if they get a goal or something. I'm like, oh, they got a goal. Cool. But yeah, it's been so weird with lockdown and everything. Like we've basically been in lockdown since we've been here. So we haven't been able to travel. We can't cross borders. Nothing's been open. They just reopened shops, but like restaurants has, have been closed this entire year. Like what I would do to just go even sit at a coffee shop, you know, <laughs> and just have a coffee with someone is like, I would pay a hundred dollars just to do that. But yeah, lots of walks. And then back when I was 36 weeks pregnant, um, the girls threw me a surprise baby shower. And like literally the day after, like the entire team tested positive for COVID. So we all had to quarantine for like 10 to 14 days. And like, we couldn't even take our dogs outside. The team was like, someone said, you're taking your dogs out to go to the bathroom. Like you can't do that. I was like, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> they're huge dogs. Like they need a exercise and I'm not going to like have them pee and poop in the house for two weeks straight like thanks that sounds lovely but luckily there was like a couple people that didn't test positive but yeah like hair salons that's why I said I'm like your guys hair is amazing because I need to get my hair done so bad it's just I feel like I've been in lockdown for so long that I'm like this is just my new reality like you can't go anywhere without a mask but I feel like is that how it is back there too yeah, I, so. I want to say that you are living on a way more restricted yeah. lockdown than what it is here, <laughs> for sure. I don't even think we ever had it that bad here. We no. also live in, in a small town, so it's a little bit different than, like, L.A., San Diego. They they got really shut down, as I'm sure you know. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, mm -hmm. it's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, yeah. I was thinking about the coffee, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, I didn't even think about that, that you couldn't just go get a cup of coffee and sit down. Like, yeah, I'm definitely not taking those things for granted after hearing yeah. that. Or taking my dogs out to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I know, right? I like that somebody told on you. I know. I'm like, so that was, oh yeah, that was another crazy thing when we were in quarantine. We were like, okay, how are we supposed to get groceries? Because the whole team was positive. So like we couldn't send anyone off to go get them. And luckily, like I've had this dog sitter that watches our dogs when we go travel. And I was like, can I pay you to go to the store for me if I just send you a list? And thank God she did. So I had her do that twice. But obviously we're all in like these really small apartments overseas. So, which is different for us because we have a house back home. So I'm like totally going stir crazy in here, like just pregnant. And uh, my husband was positive, but I was negative. So we had to stay separated, like in this tiny apartment, but I never got it. So just weird times. And I don't know about you guys, but I am so ready to like get past this. Yeah, we feel you for sure. That is crazy. I just want to applaud you though. You're just very positive and uplifting because for me, I don't know <laughs> if I would have made it no. out. I don't think I would. I do want to kind of dive into your podcast. So you do have your own podcast and I kind of want to, you know, share and just talk about a little bit of why you started it and what you've loved about it so far, those kind of things. Yeah. So my podcast is called Breaking the Ice Podcast. And I honestly sat on the idea for like over two years. Like I was so nervous to take that step because I was scared to like put myself out there and hear my voice on a recording every week. <laughs> you know, like I feel like everybody hates their own voice, but now I'm just used to it. But yeah, I finally did because I feel like I just really created like what I needed and I really needed that 
sense of community. I've always like grown up in kind of a community aspect. Like I grew up doing cheerleading. And then after college, I worked at Lulu. So then I got really involved in like the fitness community. And so like, I love that word community. And I felt like with hockey, there was like something missing for me. I was like, there, there's like a disconnect. Like, how can I make this again? I, you know, I kind of said this already, but just like, how can I make it so that people are not feeling as alone? Because I can't be the only person that's feeling this way. Like I would always connect with like a couple of girls each hockey season, but then like, you know, there's new girls coming in and then those people are leaving. And it's just like, it's honestly been such a blessing to me starting this podcast as scared as I was to do it. But I've connected with so many amazing women. And I'm sure you guys can totally relate how awesome it is to just like get to know people. And like, that's something that's so amazing about social media. It's like, I feel like I've made friends all over the world. And it's awesome. Yeah, we totally feel the exact same way. That's kind of exactly why we started the podcast as well was just we felt like there was this missing piece in, you know, this world and this lifestyle that we live in that people kind of didn't have that way to connect with each other. But we love your podcast. It's great. So we will definitely put that out so everyone can listen to it as well. I want to know, like, I am just so curious about this whole, like, living in another country (laughs) in a small apartment. Like, what do you do to stay sane? Oh my gosh. Well, pre baby, I think, because obviously now I'm sure you're consumed with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like pre baby. Like, what was that even like? That feels like years ago. Um, I, I go for a lot of walks. Like I find that that's really relaxing for me. Like it's just a really good way for me to like clear my head. Usually we do get like two breaks in the hockey season where we can go travel. And so that's been kind of challenging because that's something that for all of the girls here, you know, that we can look forward to like, okay, we have this break coming up. Let's plan a trip. Where do we want to go? What do we want to do? What do we want to see? So that's like, you know, when you have like a trip planned and then you can like anticipate it and get excited, but getting together with like the other girls is huge. Like, I feel like you have to do that to stay sane. I feel like I'm equally like an introvert as I am an extrovert. So sometimes I feel like I get in like a rut where I'm just kind of like hanging solo for a bit. And then I'm like, I got to get out and like socialize. Like I need to go hang out with the girls, have a glass of wine and just like talk. Because if you don't do that, it is so easy to feel isolated and alone. I also think like FaceTiming with family back home is huge for me. Like I have to do that because I miss them so much when I'm over here. And it helps a lot just to like, even if we're not talking the whole time, just to like have them sit there and like, I almost feel like we're hanging out, you know, because it does get lonely. Do you guys get lonely where you are being away from your families? Yeah, I think that we can't, you know, match it to what you're experiencing. Yeah. But the the time change, Brittany has a time change with her family from here. But I mean, even with during like our season, it's so busy that sometimes the guys, you know, there are long hours that, you know, that mm-hmm. FaceTime really does yeah. help to connect with your family for sure. Yeah. And Ashley and I kind of flip-flop. So we were in Washington state before we were here in Mississippi together. So in Washington, I was obviously closer to California. I was able to go home a lot more frequently. And of course, before COVID, I went home like once a month. So now we flip-flopped. Now we're in the South. She's closer to her family. So she's able to kind of see them a little bit more. And it's been crazy. I mean, we've definitely felt a little bit of that sense of like isolation, but I think Mm -hmm. 
obviously not to the degree that you have at all. I will say that since we are event planners, that it's it was really hard, like for our job, our full time jobs, to to not have anything <laughs> to look forward to. But I, for sure. you know, it's just been such a a different journey. But I I want to bring it back in because I've been dying to ask this question <laughs> since the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> what are Give some <laughs> what are some like uh, cultural differences, oh, yeah. like things that you were like, what? Like I had no idea. For being over there, like, I know it sounds crazy, but when we moved from Washington down to Mississippi, yeah, it won't be the same, but, I mean, I thought I had it all figured out because I was from Texas. I was like, oh, this is Southern, it's not a big deal, and it's still a culture shock. So, I want to know, like, is there sayings or food <laughs> or weird things that you're like, I didn't know that? I would say, like, something that still catches me off guard, which I've kind of, like, learn to get more adapted to is like people are not as friendly over here like very black and white like they don't really say hey you know like I don't know I feel like back home when you're walking down the street and you see someone you can maybe give a little smile or hi hello but people here just are so like serious all the time which I miss from back home because I like to do that and so it makes me kind of shut off sometimes which I don't like the grocery stores don't even get me started on the grocery store <laughs> that is like the grocery store stresses me out so funny things that happen so do you know when you're like walking up to an aisle at the same time as someone at the grocery store people will just like book it in front of you so it's like every man for themselves and it's like that everywhere like even in the produce aisle like if you're reaching someone will just like reach over you like no one says excuse me no one says sorry so Sometimes I can get a little bit sassy if someone's getting too close to me, especially in like COVID times. But yeah, there's a lot of differences and I feel like you kind of have to just like brush it off because honestly, it's like pretty funny. But there are days where like if I'm having a bad day or something and like something happens, I'm not going to take it as well as if I'm like, you know, cheery and, and feeling good. I just can't imagine that. That's so funny. <laughs> like passive aggressive, like cart shopping. I, I mean, I feel like, yeah, you naturally, if you walk up to somebody, you go, oops, sorry, or excuse me, or exactly. <laughs> That's also like my exactly. biggest pet peeve when people don't do that. And I feel like I see Same. that more like often we live in a college town. So, you know, college kids can be college kids. Yeah. But when you go home, do you like have that mentality? Because I felt like when I lived in Iowa, like people drive really slow. So when I went home to California, my mom was like, why are you driving like a snail like you literally seem like a grandma so do you take that like home with you like when you had gone home I feel like it switches back pretty quickly like when we got back from Sweden just because we were so miserable like we went to a restaurant and the waiter was so nice we were just like oh my god this is amazing and just like I don't really like talking to like people when I'm checking out the grocery store for some reason like the Trader Joe's people get me every time I'm like oh yeah like I'm doing this later like I, just the way they form the questions like we're all like chatting with them up and it's like kind of refreshing when you get back home I feel like because I miss that like not that I want to make small talk with like every single person I come across but like I feel like a smile goes a long way and it's so nice when you like come across someone that's really friendly I'm like oh that feels good you know yeah, that is hilarious. I just, I can't even imagine. I want to know about the food though, too. Is it bland or is there a lot of options like for what they usually eat? So my husband and I are funny. I feel like we just stick to like what we know. Like we love going to like Italian and we go to like, there's a couple American restaurants here that we like, but Austrian food is very like meat, potato, 
vegetable based. So it's a lot of like schnitzel, that kind of thing. But yeah, we're, we don't really branch out. That's why we love Italy. We've gone to Italy like three times and it's just like, we just pig out because pizza and pasta, like you can't go wrong, you know? <laughs> I feel like that's always a safe bet too. If you don't know what to eat, it's like, let's just go get pizza. Okay, this might be a really dumb question, but I want to ask it. So, <laughs> so since your son was born there, is he going to have like dual citizenship or how does that work? Ooh, good one. So he can, we just would have to like apply for it, but it's actually pretty cool here because if you give birth in Austria, you get like a money each month from the government, which we're trying to like work on getting right now, but it's like a thousand euros a month. Like whenever you're, yeah, which is wild. So like, even if we return back anywhere in Austria next year, we can start collecting that monthly which is so nice. They definitely do not do that in the U.S. Um, I wish, but yeah, so he can get that. And I think we can apply for dual. So maybe if that's something he wants to do when he's older, but the team usually gets us like visas for the time that we're, you know, over here, which is funny. I actually just learned because he's now been in the country over 90 days and didn't have a visa. I was like thinking to myself, do I need to get him a visa to go home? And so I posted in the, like our Facebook group and they were like, oh yeah, like we got a super hard time for not having ours. I was like, oh my God, like we would have, we would have gotten stuck here. So luckily the team is, is working on that right now, but it's just like little things that you would never think of, which is so nice to like have other people to ask questions to, because I'm a total like European rookie. I feel like I still, there's so much, I still don't know. Yeah, that is crazy. I would have never thought of those things, but I'm glad that you have that community to ask those questions because I would have had no idea either. So we ask this question every single podcast that we have, and this is how we like to just bring it all together. But you have been in the game for a while, so I want to know if you could tell your younger self something that probably would have saved you a lot of heartache or headache back in the beginning about this entire process and journey. What would you tell yourself? That's a good question. I think for me, like not sweating the small stuff, I think even now that's a good reminder, right? Like I can get really stressed out and I want to like control the situation and try to like, you know, get as much information about everything. But like, obviously in this lifestyle that we all live, like we don't always have access to that, right? Like we never really know what's happening. And that's something that is hard to accept, but you kind of just have to. And yeah, I would say like, don't sweat the small stuff. Definitely like put yourself out there to the other girls and try to get to know people because those are kind of like your family during the hockey season. I definitely need that reminder, like even to this point though, about not sweating the small stuff, right? Like, do you guys feel like that yeah, like, we, we talk about that all the time too. Yeah, we're not we're not experts or at least I'm going to claim for myself by any means. It's just I think that sometimes you just forget that like within all the chaos, you have people that you can lean on and ask for help. And so I'm mm-hmm. super thankful for Brittany just because we balance each other out. We bounce ideas off of each other and things like that. But yes, within the chaos, sometimes it gets a little crazy. Yeah. I think that's why we like to always ask that question because you're kind of reminded like, oh yeah, I need to really be in the moment or I need to not think too much about this or have patience or, yeah. you know, those type of things. Cause everyone can get pulled out of that. I love that question. But we literally feel like you are the guru for all things in another country with this sports industry oh, life. Because <laughs> we know, know nothing. About that. 
we also have listeners and people that not only are in hockey, but are in like baseball because there's other people that have to go to different countries for baseball and different mm-hmm. sports. So definitely listen to Breaking the Ice podcast if you have any questions about that, because I'm sure you dive into a lot of different places there. Yeah, for sure. And we, I mean, there's things that we talk about too, that's like sometimes not even related to hockey, right? Like just certain things that can relate to women in general. Like I had a a hockey wife on that. She is like an expert on hormone health. And so we did like a whole episode on that, which was like so interesting. And like, you don't have to be related to anyone in the sports industry to, to tune in for that. So it's awesome. And I, I listened to that episode and actually watched their whole stories and it's amazing. I was like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea. So that was really interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you (laughs) so much for doing this interview with us. We loved getting to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to everyone that's listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this interview on more than a season podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at more than a season underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts at Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time.